Welcome to Suzette's Guilty Pleasures. I'm your host, Suzette. Thank you for tuning in for season two, The First Rant. I hope that you enjoy this episode as much as you've enjoyed all my previous rants. So in this rant, I'm going to talk about a few things that I need to get off of my chest. I hope that you feel the same way too. So first, let's talk about TLC. You know, that channel that's supposed to be called The Learning Channel? Even though nowadays you have to wonder about some of the shows that are on it, it's funny. They've actually changed the TLC mean abbreviation from the Learning Channel to Tender Loving Care because of the kinds of shows that it has on their their network, and I guess it touches people's emotions. Okay, okay, show them set. Anyways. I don't know if you guys have seen some of these commercials or if you've watched some of these episodes, like these shows on there, but it really makes me wonder, like, this is what people are finding entertaining. Now, don't get me wrong. I get it. People love reality TV. We love to hear about people's business and what's going on in their life and then, you know, be able to talk about it on social media and things like that. But like some of the things it really like this is what we are actually listening to, it really makes me wonder what's going on with my brain cells. Am I losing brain cells each time that I watch an episode of some some show on TLC? I know for me, when it comes to like 90 Day Fiance, because I do tend to watch that show quite a bit, I don't know if I'm losing brain cells, <laughs> but I can definitely tell you that it's like, I sit there and I laugh at them. I don't know. Well, do I laugh? Yeah, I, I laugh at some of the stuff. But anyways, let's talk about some of the shows that are on. So let's talk about Smothered. Now, some of you don't know what Smothered is. Smothered is an, a show about mothers who basically smother their children, especially the daughters. Okay. And what happens is that they basically do not allow the daughters to... Um, like be independent, be on their own. Um, they're always just in their kids' business, their lives. They're, they just smother them. So that's why it's called smothered. Then we have to talk about Extreme Sisters. OMG. So I watched an episode after 90 Day Fiance and some of the things that I saw on it, I was like, what the heck is this? Like really and truly, are, are there's really people out there in the world that are like this? For instance, in Australia, there's a there's two sisters, they're twins. They share their boyfriend. Now, of course, this man is like, he's getting his cake and eating it too because he has two girls that's basically entertaining him and dealing with his case. But like, come on, like, really? Nah, that show, it they the sisters do some crazy. I saw another one where the twins, they were twin girls. They're married, they live in a house, so they're separately married, but they all live in the house together. One of the moms, I believe, is pregnant, sisters is pregnant, and the other one had their baby. And they base and the one mom basically breastfeeds the other ba- the baby for the mother. Now, don't get me wrong, I know back in the days, you know, like in slavery time, the mommy used to be the mommy, that's how you want to pronounce it, used to breastfeed the, the baby sometimes. And, you know, in other cultures that that's what they probably do. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I guess for me, 21st century, this is what we're still doing. Because it's not like as if she's lacking in milk. That's the thing about it. If she was lacking in milk, okay. But she's not lacking. So I don't understand the logic to that. Anyways, the next one. <laughs> I love a mama's boy. Oh my gosh. 
I watched this show and I was like, there is no way in hell would I talk to a guy who is a mama's boy. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. I used to think that my son was a mama's boy. And I remember a lot of people used to say that he was a mama's boy. Oh, hell no. Nobody knows what the definition of a mama's boy is until you actually watch that show. You need to watch it. Definitely. Like it's on another level. The other one that killed me, <laughs> it's a new episode. I do see show. Sorry. Um, I think it's starting like in the next couple of weeks. It's called You, Me, and My Ex. Yeah, you heard it right. You, Me, and I, My Ex. Boy, let me say to you, Leo. Why would you move in with your ex, your boyfriend or your girlfriend's ex? Does that make sense? So in the preview, they show this girl who is with her boyfriend they're living together and her ex lives in the home and then meanwhile they're at breakfast time and the ex is sitting on the husband's lap and she's like yeah this is what I do I like he likes when I sit on his lap at breakfast I was like what what kind of stupidness is this what a yo (laughs) listen when I saw that show I was just like now it's really getting ridiculous like now it's actually getting so ridiculous I feel like TLC has nothing else, doesn't even know what else to like put on, shows on, write on. I don't know. But are these people for real is what I really need to know. Is people really living that life? Now, okay, fine. Me and my ex, it could be like that side chick thing. I get it. Some people have side chicks. Some guys have side chicks. Some women have side men. And this is almost the same thing. The only difference is, is that they all live together. This can also be looked at as um, like, you know, the TV show Sister Wives, like a polygamy relationship. That could be too, but no, it's an ex. Why the Ross would I be living with my ex? I'm a current partner. May not understand. Stupid shows. But I have to tell you, <laughs> the one show that I do stay away from And it's no disrespect to the people on the show. I think it's more of a a me thing. I think it's a me problem. And that's my 600 pound life. When I see these, I don't even know what you, like clients or these people on the show and they have partners and I look at myself and I wonder why, what do I, what do they have that I don't have? Because Yo, their man takes care of them. Like, their man does everything for them. But yeah, me can't even, like, get myself a man for do the same things. Me not understand. Something wrong, you know. And it really made me sit on and really have to wonder, something wrong with you, Susie. What wrong with you? What me have to do different? Me not know, you know. But that show, sometimes it gives me motivation to know that there is somebody out there for me. And other times it makes me feel insecure because I feel like something wrong with me. I don't know, listeners. How, do you have you any of you ever watched Six Hundred Pound Life? What is your thoughts? What what do you, have you ever thought about? Like, what is it like? These people have relationships, full fledged men, women that loves them for who they are, how they look. You know, like can't get out of bed and stuff like that, and they love them. You don't ever wonder that. I don't know, man. I don't know. But, you know, as I said, I do watch, I do go on TLC. I do watch some TV um, um, shows on that station. I mean, it's usually 90 Day Fiance. But as I said, 
TLC is like a TikTok. Once you start, especially when they're having the marathons, you go into a rabbit hole. So whatever you do, be careful. Be mindful of some of these shows that you're watching and really think when you're watching these shows. Could I be doing something else instead of sitting here watching some of the shows that are just nonsense? I'm not learning nothing from it. And it sure as hell is not touching me in no tender, loving, care kind of way. So I don't know. That's just my opinion. So that's what I wanted to say in regards to TLC. And the reason why I brought that up is because this watch when I was watching um, 90 Day Fiancé the other day, this past weekend, and I saw some of the commercials, like, nah, this is crazy. I can't believe there's actually people out here that actually lives this life. But hey, I guess anybody will do anything for their 15 minute of fame. So talking after talking about 600 pound my 600 pound life you know i decided that i realized i gained some weight covid weight we've all gained covid weight and that's okay it's, it's acceptable you know make we it was all bound to happen and stuff like that but it, you know with the summer come with summer coming or basically spring and great weather here and you know trying to fit into my clothes from summer last year <laughs> can't fit into some of them <laughs> I decided I need to go on a weight loss journey. <laughs> listeners, listeners, <laughs> let's talk about how that's going. <laughs> so I've changed my diet. So I am trying to eat a little bit more healthy. Um, you know, that actually is a struggle for me because I love food. I love junk. I love meats, especially my red meats. Um I love my sweets. It's it's so it was hard, but I think I've been doing really well. It's maybe three weeks now, so I've been doing okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, exercising though, ugh. you know what? I'm gonna. I, I will have to say, exercising is a struggle for me, and I'm really trying my hardest to really stick with it and stop procrastinating and being consistent with it. And it's really hard, but I have to admit, guys. I got my exercises from TikTok. Like, yo, TikTok is a world of knowledge, okay? The things that you can learn from TikTok, the things that you can get from TikTok is crazy. But once again, once you get on that TikTok, it becomes a rabbit hole and you just never get off. It's gotten to the point where I have to like physically like really pull myself off of TikTok or I have to like time myself to allow myself to be on TikTok for a certain amount of time and then come off right away because there's been times where I've been on TikTok and I don't realize how long I've been on it and by the time that I look it's like three four hours and I'm like I haven't even gone to bed yet and I have work the next morning it's that bad but anyways there's some exercises that I did get from TikTok. And you know what? Some of these I do believe work because I even seen like, you know, befores and afters. So I am really trying. I'm really, really trying to be more consistent. I'm trying to push myself when I get into those lazy modes and things like that. So yeah, I'm going to, and I feel like me talking about it on here might hold me more accountable. So, so far I've lost in three weeks, two pounds. I mean, 2.8 pounds. I mean, I think I could have lost more, but once again, the exercising wasn't there. Um, and as much as I felt like, oh my gosh, that wasn't anything, you know, my supporters have said that's still a good win. It doesn't matter how much you've lost, but at, lost, at least you've lost something. So, I mean, that's a little bit of motivation for me, but I know I need to do better and I'm going to do better. So yeah, 
let's just see how this goes. I'm hoping to get some part of my summer body ready for summer, even though summer next week. But, you know, you never know. Things can still go on. <laughs> yeah. And I know one of the things that everybody's probably trying to want to know about. So in my last season, I had talked about this dating journey that I have started. Um, you know... With the summer or weather, I was like, you know, wanting to get some companionship and stuff. And I had told you about Trevante and I had told you about Martin. So just to give you a quick update, Trevante, he's out of the picture. Didn't last long. (laughs) I'm sure you guys figured that out from the last rant I gave um, in my last rant for season one. Yeah, didn't last long at all. However, Martin is still around. Yes, he is. Yay! He is still around. We've gone on a few dates um, and gone and, you know, gone out and things like that. I mean, I still have the issue that he talks a lot about himself. I've tried to tell him in a very polite way. I've done it in so many different ways to give him hints and to let him know. And because I don't want to also be rude about it, but I guess that's just how he is. So I'm still trying to... I don't know, maneuver or trying to see if I can just let it go. But yeah, but he's still around. He's a really good guy. He's really nice. Um, yeah, that, so I mean, things are going well. So I, there's not really much more to say other than that. So for everybody who was maybe Team Martin, you guys are on a good track. I'm there. He's good. We are good. Anyway, one of the biggest pet peeves I have that I want to talk about and it's funny because Erica Mina um, had posted this on social media, on Instagram. I can't remember the exact thing she said, but it was pretty much just talking about, you know, letting little girls grow up to be girls' children and not trying to grow them up so fast. And it's so funny because I've been seeing a lot of girls, especially young girls, whether they're seven, whether they're under seven or, you know, eight that are doing things that I feel like you should not be doing that at eight years old. And it's like, I'm not, obviously I'm not one. To, and some of these people are close to me, not well, somewhat close to me. I'm not going to sit there and tell people how to raise their opinion, becoming one, nobody for come cuss me out and tell me off and listen, I done had my growth, I done rose, raised my kids, so I don't really business. But like, my thing is, is like, why do you have full-fledged makeup on your kids, whether they're five, whether they're seven? And when I say full-fledged, I mean like eyeshadow, blush, lipstick, all of that stuff. Why do we do that? Why do we allow our girls, and it's mostly girls that this happens, why do we allow our girls to do things that is much more mature for their age? Is it because that we want them to feel girly? Or is it because we feel like, oh, it's just, it's nothing, you know, they're just being cute. Because what we don't realize is that when we start these trends, especially when they're such a young age, then what happens is that they start to slowly lose their childhood. They start to slowly lose their childhood identity and then try to grow up fast. I have a, like, some of them starts to be so rude and bright for their age that you have to really wonder, like, do you even know your ABCs? Do you even know basic stuff? But yet you're bright and have mouth and ready for come chat and act like, say, you're a big yell. 
And I think that some of us mothers, we need to, and even fathers, we need to be mindful of what we say around our kids. And I know sometimes parents are like, oh, you know, they're in the room, they're not, they're watching their YouTube, they're not listening. You'd be surprised. They are actually listening. They're listening to all the big conversations that you're having. And then they're coming and they're talking them big ways. You have to be mindful of how you are raising your kids. I mean, they, we already, they already have social media. They have the internet. They have these TV shows and movies and things like that. That is just too much for them. That let them try to grow up and just be kids. Let them, I remember, it's funny because my kids, they always talk about when they were growing up and the things that they did when they were children and they remember their childhood. And that's what you want to be able, your kids to be able to remember as they get older, their childhood, what they did, the fun things they did. Do you know what I'm saying? But like, why do we always try to grow our kids up? And then the worst part about it is that when we try to grow our kids up, and then we lose control. And then our kids are basically cussing us off, telling us about our business. And then not coming home, not following curfew, expectation, parent, parent team conflict and rated. And, oh gosh, why is my child treating me like this? And then you'll wonder, because of how you made them grow up. Come on, people, we need to do better, especially with our girls. When we hear about girls in different countries, I may not happen in your country, but still we hear about girls with human trafficking. We hear about girls getting raped. We hear about girls being molested. We have to do better by our girls. And I'm not saying that you're not supposed to do the same for your boys because we should be doing the same, but it's just that girls just seem to be obviously the more targeted Um anatomy i'm not going to say gender because i know it's different now and, and things like that with gender identity but yes females it's it's it can be different so i just want to say that as a mom and even as a social worker we need to do better by our daughters we need to do better by our children i guess i'll say and we need to allow them to be able to grow and to live their childhood as a child and not older than they actually are because it's not cute it really isn't cute when your daughter is walking around acting like she's a big miss and she doesn't know her basic things it's not cute so get your ish together get yourselves and your children together and allow them to live the life that they're supposed to live which is as a child and being able to develop in each stage of their life of where they're supposed to be and trust me you shouldn't have any issues with your children. That's just my tip. That's just my suggestion. Hey, I'm just talking. This is just my rant. Doesn't mean you have to listen. Doesn't mean I have to do what I say. But this is just what I wanted to let off of my chest. So once again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and for listening. And, you know, I know it wasn't as jokey jokey and funny fun this rant. I'm going to try to get more stuff going on and, you know, get, you know, I'm going to probably have some people join me for some of my rants to talk about certain things. But once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining in and listening. And as always, please take care, stay safe and be blessed. Mm -hmm.